Hello, and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Guten Morgen. We're not recording it. That makes it seem like we're pre-recording it in the morning. No, <laughs> we would never do that. We've done that before. We're not doing that this week. No, we're recording it in the evening, quite close to the time where we would go live, but we're not going live live. But we are live when we're recording it, but we won't be live when we're, you're watching it. We could have gone live. <laughs> I literally could have, but no, I do think we're focusing on this Wednesday thing. Although I couldn't do Wednesday live because yeah. doing a gig, you've missed it by now if you sat watching this. But I'm in Norwich doing a preview of my Edinburgh show. So, oh, hmm. is it going well? It's pro. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I've had better, but it's all right. I'm grateful that I'm on first because Patrick Monohan's on after me. So, oh, yeah. bless. He's a very funny man, and just. Lots of hugs. Is it loquacious? Is that the word? Loquacious? I don't know what the word is, but there's a lot of hugging. Yeah. Look, I was in like how much he talks and um, loquacious. Here it is. Loquacious was uh, the character that Jean-Luc Picard became when he... No, I've typed it wrong. I've typed it wrong. Um, but anyway, I think we've got the right word. Yeah. We started with a joke. Welcome to the show where we solve problems and uh, apparently now slag off other comedians. Not really slagging. He, he knows. He's, he's knows. verbose. Everyone, everyone loves his verbiage. <laughs> he's, yeah, which is a Vulcan uh, meaning for. Two can make up words related to Star Trek. Um, so uh, we're here to solve problems. We've got problems to discuss. Um, if you enjoy watching us, um, there's a subscription to the channel and our subscribers are just, whoo going through the roof um you can like with the little thumbs up and our likes wow just incredible and you can even contribute to the show which is really appreciated steve's going to edinburgh um i'm going to sweden and so your support would really be helpful hell yeah <laughs> yeah if you don't contribute neither one of us can come back that's right i'll be in sweden I can't afford the drinks there. Yeah. So, um, and you can't afford the accommodation at Edinburgh. So we'll probably be back, but we could have a better time if you contributed to the work that we do and have done and continue to do. Because um, I don't think you're going to discuss this, but you know the COVID inquiry has been going on, and um, and so it feels like we're back in in when we started doing this in uh, summer 2020. Yeah, we could have done like an inquiry about how this show went. I feel at some oh. point we should do that, but maybe off air, have like a production meeting. Remember when we used to think about having production meetings? That's the kind of thing we should bring bring back. Some focus, yeah. some you know, goal, something like that. But if we go back to our first videos that are on the website, where I mean, there's a huge difference <laughs> in tech in home. We've both moved. Mm -hmm. I got thin. I got fat. I'm getting thin again. <laughs> It's, it's an incredible journey that we've been on. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the I'm on the thin phase right now. It's ready for that bounce back. Yeah, you'll know that I'm happy with my weight when I shave the beard. That is the <laughs> moment. I know what you mean though, because when you've got the beard on, it's. I mean, at the moment, I think lighting also makes it look like I've got a chin because of where yeah. I place the lights. But it just it covers the lack of chin, doesn't it? Having the beard, but the beard's mine's gone because of the amount of running that I'm doing. I am having a mental breakdown because of Edinburgh, and therefore I'm running every day, and uh, I'm sinewy. Mm. So okay, all right. I thought maybe the beard like chafed. No, I did get uh, Jogger's nipple the other day. Ooh. And he was furious. No, that's not the joke we're doing. No, I did. Um, <laughs> so I. 
This is honestly, I know this is not meant to be like Steve and Eric do therapy, but um, what I've been doing is, because I now live in the town where I used to live like 10 years ago in a previous relationship or whatever. So now if I've got the time, I get on my bike because I can ride a bike again now. I've I'd literally mm. forgotten, but I've got a bike and I cycle back to where I used to live, chain the bike up and go for a run on my old running route because I'm currently doing better times and better distances than I used to when I lived there. Right. Um, okay. But the other day I was on the bike and I just thought, do you know what? I'm just going to go there and do a run. So I wasn't wearing the right kit. I was just wearing like a normal shirt. I just went for a half hour run, clearly looking like I'd done a robbery. And oh, it was this nipple as well. So I ended up having to walk back into the Sainsbury's afterwards just get a drink like this. Like I might be sinewy, but I'm still carrying a lot of weight. I look like a guy who was having a heart attack, just sweat pouring off me in a heat wave, grabbing his chest. Mmm, meet it. Have you ever had? At least it was in your old neighborhood. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, now the new neighbors literally know who I am. Have you ever had Jogger's nipple? No. Hmm. No nipples. That helps. That's the next stage of evolution. You know those. Th- oh, we should have done this on the show. Did you see the thing in the Daily Mail about what we will become as a species if we work from home? Punk. Did you see? No. It, it was. Like triangular shaped blob people with claws for hands and pallid grey skin. And this was something like by 2100. Like not even that far away we will have evolved. I don't know who managed to pay for this scare story to get people back into offices. But that's all it is. Just like get back to work. No, I don't want to. You'll become this from the HG Wells thing. God. Yeah, we should have got the pictures. Damn it. That's my dream. No nipples. So welcome to the show where we have bloody nipples. And um, uh, so we're so, should we solve some problems? Yeah. If you could solve that, cool. one, that would be great. Uh, first one up. I can't help you with that. I don't want to ever discuss your nipples again. Um, you really might fun. remember, you know, you've given me a hard time for confusing real life for your material. Um, but in this example, I'm going to see if you can remember a bit that I do. So when people, uh, you might have seen me do this, where I say that I'm from America and people immediately say to me, oh, I've been to, do you know this bit that I do? Well, British you, people you say. definitely know that I don't pay attention when other people are on stage. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> know this because we have phone calls after gigs. You must know some of them. You what always about say, like, time, who was on? What, I don't know. Focus on my own stuff. What, um, what's the name of my mother's previous husbands? No, I do know this one. <laughs> I do know this one because it's effectively a pun. <laughs> They're all called Bob. Yep. She's been married four times to four men named Bob. She's just. Bob, Bob, bobbing along. Yep. Surely you say another one because that's only three. Bob, 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 bobbing along. Bobbing along. Bob, 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 bobbing along. She's been married with <laughs> McElroy. know your material. <laughs> Myers, Michelson. Well, she's been married four times and three of her husbands have been named Bob. Have they all been called Bob and then their surname begins with an M? Does she have a tattoo? Yes. Is that what it was? It's monogram towels from the first marriage. <laughs> I well, we thought that she'd know. broken the trend. We thought she'd broken the trend with her fourth husband, Alan, who she's been with for years. And then the dirty secret is middle name, Robert. <laughs> what a weird kink. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is the joke that you don't remember that I do is people always say to me, oh, you're from America. Yes, I'm from America. Which part of America are you from? And I say I'm from Seattle. And they go, oh, I've been to Orlando. 
which is you can't get any further apart and still be in the continental United States. Right? You've heard me do that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. We have gigged together a stupid amount of times. Yeah. Um, so Orlando is definitely a place that people go. Now, this country is, and many of you, well, this country kind of was. We have socialized medicine here. We have other socialized care. We have social. We have a number of socialized things. Even though there's a right wing bent to the country right now, there's a socialist streak that has been in Britain. Mm-hmm. There's many European countries that holiday, and if you ask them, where do they go? Orlando, Florida, right? So, socialist countries in Europe, destination point, Florida. Here's a little message from one of the senators of the great state of Florida to all of those tourists. Senator Rick Scott here. Let me give you a, a travel warning. If you're a socialist, communist, somebody that believes in big government, I would think twice. Think twice if you're thinking about taking a vacation or moving to Florida. We're the free state of Florida. We actually don't believe in socialism. We actually know people and we, some people are saying lived under it. We know people lived under socialism. It's not good. It's not good for anybody. So if you're thinking about it, if you think about coming to Florida and you're a socialist or communist, think twice. We like freedom, liberty, capitalism, things like that. Brilliant. <laughs> so much wrong with that whole thing. He's Rick Scott. He's a billionaire who made his money by essentially defrauding Medicare, which is our version of socialized medicine. Wow. And yet he doesn't like socialism. Well, because there's no money left in it in America because he took it all. Mm. There's so many things about the video, especially at the end when he just pauses like, mm, I made my, what a, what a fighter. Just, um, could you, if you're socialist, just maybe not come here. Um, what a rallying cry to get the troops. Cause you, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, just, Piffle. There's always that for other than his own followers. Like, yeah, man, we're telling the socialists don't come here. Well, there's no one come to Disney no more. Oh, shit. It's It's unbelievably stupid. It clearly is just for people who live life in I hate socialism. End of thought process. They know what they hate and they enjoy hating it with other people who hate the things that they hate. That's most people these days. And uh, how do you pay the bills? Oh, I'm on Social Security. How do you pay for your doctors? Medicare. Oh, really? Did you serve in the U.S. Army? Yeah, I was educated on a VA benefit, paid for all my university. But you don't like socialism? God, no. Uh, It's just such a willy, just a weak need. You know, it's like you think Reagan was like, Gorbachev, tear down this wall, peace through strength. All of that. Uh, Could you guys just not come here? I got news for you. The true socialists and communists aren't coming there. I love the way it was. I'd think twice before coming here. That was, <laughs> that's pretty tough talk there. Yeah. Two thinks. Have two things yeah. before you move here. But on your third think, it's fine. Yeah. No one, no one wants to go to Florida anyway. Ah, oh, dear, lovely. So it's just—it's the bogey word, isn't it? The bogey word. The socialism. That's whenever we do media stuff, you must get it as well. You express any kind of non-right wing opinion, and people just call you a Marxist. Yeah. Like, no, you've grouped everything at the other end together. You've you're just making a little mixture of things, words to hate. 
it just should have thrown in there because we don't like the CRT. We're against the blob. And because uh, the, the governor of Florida has said Florida is where woke comes to die. And that's not true. Florida is where New Yorkers go to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Eastbourne of the United States of America. I was trying to argue that point about the word woke shouldn't be used now because it means two things to two groups and whatever it means to each group is their own definition. But it's also a circular yeah. definition. One side just thinks it means good. The other side thinks it means bad. So if you say that woke thing, what do you mean? You ask people what do they mean by woke. They'll say, oh, it means bad. So you've just made a circular. You shouldn't do that. It's bad. What is it? It's woke. Oh, so woke is bad. But and that literally is the the level of argumentative structure that people put together on this stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what a socialist would say. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I do use the NHS. Actually, I don't even use the NHS. You you go around with bleeding nipples all the time because of a protest against socialism. Yeah, I hate socialism. I also don't particularly like my right nipple, left nipple. <laughs> that was your left nipple. Yeah, yeah. I've got spares. Not, why do I know? <laughs> anyway, so you—that's—I I don't really have much commentary on that. Just it just yeah. both amused well, and annoyed me. At least you made more sense than I'm going to do in this segment because I think this is one of those shows where look, I'm not wearing the tie again. It's even a short sleeve shirt. I'm going to give in, and I'll tell you why. The news has beaten me. I can't understand the news. We used to know the difference between facts and fiction in the old days. There was news, there were films, and oh, you could tell the difference. Now, I'm just very confused by anything. And I don't even mean stories like this with uh, King Charles and Queen Camilla surprising spa guests in bathrobes. I don't, no wonder they're surprised. I think if you're in a spa and a royal walks in, of course you presume it's Prince Andrew. So that's, of course, that's why they look like, what, what's he doing here? We're at the wrong kind of spa. Um, and by that, I don't mean the one that sells food between 7 and 11. Um, I also don't understand stories like this, which was on the Daily Mail. McDonald's customer claims she found a nose ring in a quarter pounder meal, um, oh. which can't be true because that would imply it comes from an actual bull. Nah. Um, but they're just <laughs> weird stories. There's bigger stories, which I'm, I've given up trying to follow. So one of the big news stories since we were on last, I guess it would be this. What happened in Russia? This war in Ukraine became a war in Russia for about half a day, like a few hours. We've let standards slide since we had things like the Hundred Years' War. These days, no one's got an attention span. So it was the head of this Wagner group who claimed that Russia was bombarding his forces, so he turned on them. He went full John Wick by the sound of it. He just, you know, they bombed his dog. And he was in on this. And I don't think you could be surprised that you didn't get loyalty from mercenaries. If only there were a word to describe people whose loyalty could be bought. I feel like there should be... No, no. Loquacious? Communists? Oh, that's it. That's it. We don't like those. Um, but uh, so... This guy, he, he used to be a hot dog salesman as well. This Prugosian guy used mm. to be a hot dog salesman. And this is the more worrying part of the story for me, because I'm fairly sure when I was a stroppy preteen, I probably pissed off a dinner lady. And now I don't know. She's just out there. Decades later, has risen to the top of a crime organization. And I was a bit cheeky about some toad in the hole. Yeah. So, it, I mean, in some ways, it's amazing how you can go from 
hot dog salesperson to nearly bringing <laughs> down Russia. But sadly, it was kind of all over and done with. This is kind of part two of the story. A deal was struck, and now he's moved to Belarus. No one knows the full extent of the deal. Um, we do know it means he won't be standing anywhere near a window. The rest of his life, what kind of life is it? That he just, he wouldn't yep. dare risk it. Oh, look at this hot air balloon. Yeah, I'm not falling for that. Um, also, no sushi, just because the heavy metals and the polonium mm. can't do any. So he's got a, a difficult life. And it, I thought this was going to be the end of the war. It was a plot line, a plot twist that I didn't see coming. And it was like a film, wasn't it? it like if Liam Neeson was playing this guy, he's a, a soldier for hire. They bomb his men. So he goes on a vengeance spree all the way back up to the Kremlin. But it didn't happen, sadly. It, uh, mm. He wanted to end it so that there was no a drop of no blood. He didn't want to drop any blood. He didn't want to spill any blood. What yeah. is it you think you've been doing for a living for the past God knows how many years? And I'm guessing there was probably blood in his hot dogs. Do you know what I mean? So that was that story where he, I thought I knew what was happening with the war in Ukraine. No, I, look, I've even practiced. and I don't say the Ukraine anymore. But no, this story just went yeah. off on one and I can't keep up with it. So I'm giving up. There's another big story that we can talk about, though, since last we were on air together, and that was this one, this mm. Titanic submarine. And we all spent days feeling terrible about the plight of these people trapped underwater in this small... There were diagrams in the newspapers of how only one of them could stretch their legs at a time. They were down there for days, no water. Oh, we were all getting like, anxiety dreams from it, even though it turns out it was a, a different horrendous situation instead but what gets me about this is that irony upon ironies like how did you not get the messaging if this were a film you wouldn't get it commissioned so you're going to go down there and visit the uh, wreckage of the titanic very much the message that tells you that things can sink when you think they can't sink mm. and sure enough it all went wrong. Right now, you know this, some absolute arsehole entrepreneur thinking, I know what we'll do. We'll send people down to look at the wreckage of the Titan and we'll make some sweet money on this. Um, but, the, I mean, look, it's horrible. An investigation does need to happen. If ever there's somewhere yeah. that needs more health and safety, people in general say, oh, don't need health and safety. Yeah, I think if you're in a man-made capsule making your way to the bottom of the sea, yeah, you want some health and safety. And there's loads of things mm. like, yes, it had been done before, but the titanium ends are meant to be just connected together. So all the pressure from outside is evenly distributed in the same way that you can't squeeze an egg because of how it distributes the pressure. But instead, they have the titanium ends with a carbon fiber middle. So you make an egg like that, you can break it more easily. But the one thing that really pushed me over the edge is someone who wrote a newspaper column about it. Boris Johnson. <laughs> Lefties sneer. Boris, you've managed to make water depth a tribal issue. Congratulations. Uh, but these brave souls at the Titanic sub were heroes pushing the frontiers of human knowledge. Were they? Because I, I think these were people paying for it. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to pay for a trip. But like it was in the 1960s when the first time we sent a capsule down to the bottom of an ocean. It's not that mm. much of a frontier. It's a frontier for a businessman to do it without necessarily having a strong enough capsule to do it in. But... Look, I understand Boris's situation because I, too, write a newspaper column every week. And we've all been in that situation <laughs> where you think like, oh, I've got nothing. I am out of ideas. And you just pray that a new story comes up. But bear in mind, I've been writing mine for four years. That was his mm. second week. His first week was about how he's addicted to cheese. His second one was 
trying to make a tribal issue out of the sub. The, oh, I mean, this guy is food obsessed. Cheese last week and subs this week. So if we've learnt nothing else, and we haven't, it's that Boris Johnson did all that. Your thoughts on any of that? I mean, I know I've mixed five stories together there, but... <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot there. Um, yeah, I think it was... I mean, I was definitely up on Friday night watching the breaking news, um, which was broken on that fantastic news show, Headliners on GB News, mm, um, known for being a hard-hitting news show. Um, I uh, Yeah, I was, up, I was excited about it. This is going to be it. And then you're right. <laughs> Pulls the carpet out. I'm off to Belarus. And that, you can't just, you can't do the build up like that. But he can because he's a mercenary. Like someone probably paid him to go and attack Russia and Russia went, hang on. Yeah. That's how you do it. At the same time, you know, the point about the hot dogs. I mean, if he just, if the hot dogs are anything like the hot dogs that they used to sell around London late at night when we started gigging, all he'd have to do is serve those to most of Ukraine. And he probably would have won the war by now. Yeah, you'd see those uh, hot dog salespeople just nip around the corner mm. for a waz and then just like wipe their hands on their already stained jeans and then get back into serving your hot dog. That's what made them so good. Mm. God, they were good. That's what my You don't see them as much anymore. You don't, do you? It's probably that health and safety I was talking about. Yeah. There's one outside Vauxhall still. Oh, well, I'm not. But I have not had one. I have not had one. I've been very good. Yeah, if you mm. want a hot dog, get one that's not piss stained. Feels like that's a low bar, but you should be. I think a hot dog. It, if you're eating a hot dog, it doesn't really matter. The urine is just probably purifying, if anything else. It's it's one of Colonel Sanders' eleven secret herbs and spices. <laughs> it's a special sauce. The, the, um, the other ten are salt. Yeah. Well, you know, Steve, our final story I think may actually help with the stress that you're feeling for all the news, um, all of the bad decisions that any of us have ever made in life, all of the bad things that have ever gone wrong, House Republicans have come up with a solution that will fix whatever has happened in your past. And it all starts with this story right here, where we can see House Speaker McCarthy and others are planning to expunge the impeachments of Donald Trump. So what they're gonna do, he was impeached twice mm. by the previous House, Right. And the impeachment doesn't remove you, obviously. That just is like an accusation of a crime. And then it goes to a trial in the Senate. But he was definitely impeached twice. So what they're going to do or some of the people in the House want to do is have a vote in the House to basically say it didn't happen. So the fact that it happened, they vote now that it didn't happen and he's expunged. Right. So we've got things that we could expunge. My first marriage, my 2014 Edinburgh show. Oh, so many things. Eating all those hot dogs. <laughs> what else would you like to expunge? Just pick something, expunge it. Oh, it's like exfoliating your soul. Mm. There is, if you go back through the previous episodes of this, there is the one where, because we both grew beards in lockdown, and I did one mm. show as a Mexican, because um, I, I still had the bandit. I left it on full kind of, probably that one. I probably expunged that one. Is that still online? I think it is. If it wasn't your birthday <laughs> one, it's still online. <laughs> what happened to the birthday one? We It was the only one that we'd spent ages building up because we've got special effects. You've got people behind you. Yep. I've gone and bought a cake and it just knackered your computer. So you just, Yes. <laughs> the, the CGI behind you was way too much. And so you kept cutting it. Yeah. Out. 
That's right. I forgot about that. Did we did we take it offline at the end? Yeah, I think it was such an embarrassment. <laughs> Episode 14. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> um so but we expunged it. It works. That episode never happened. I think they have watched The Flash and got all confused about how timelines work. Yeah. Because it still happened. But it's been expunged. But that's what that's what Donald Trump is going to be at a debate. They're going to say, do you want to vote for this twice impeach man? And he's going to be there and he's going to be expunged. <laughs> but then people can show, you know, the flash and point out how only if you manage to successfully move into a separate universe within the multiverse by rewriting the history still the original timeline plows on we are we're in original timeline we're not in the the michael keaton batman timeline we're in the donald trump yep. got impeached timeline expunged mm. i did say the timeline includes an expungement no that's the other timeline that does this is, yeah, they've made a flashpoint, which for the flash makes more sense. But if Donald Trump's involved, it just feels like he was wearing the wrong outfit because you can do this when you're famous. That kind of yeah. walked into the dressing room at Miss World, you know, that kind of grab someone. Um, I don't know. I don't like a lot of what the Republicans do, but I wouldn't mind some expungement. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? How there's a big difference between expunging and sponging. And I know which one I'd pick. <laughs> which one would help your nipple? <laughs> exactly. I would have a professional sponger, please, following me around on my uh, mental health runs. Yeah. Because <laughs> now I'm going to have to put little bits of tape on. Like, because yeah. that was me going for a run wearing a normal shirt because I didn't expect to go for a run. So that means I need to tape up my nipples all the time in case a run breaks out. Hey, I've got a solution. Don't go running. Expunge that. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Never had to tape my nipples for, for that purpose. Yeah, you don't have to, but sometimes you want to. Um, That's a different thing altogether. And, um, and I don't know why, but I always go for the uh, little cross crosses of black electrical tape. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the look that you want showing through a white shirt. Yeah. <laughs> In Sainsbury's. This is the difference, because this was back in my previous life when I used to live in the other area or I used to shop in Sainsbury's. All of the punchlines would have been different to, yeah. Yep. I now live near but a... nowadays... I live near a Tesco now. So. With the cost of living crisis, it should be. That's why you're banned from Little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you could get banned from Tesco, but you can't afford it. Can't afford that these days. Not unless people drop some Kofi. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's like a dance move. <laughs> this chair's on wheels. I should have just taken it with me. So, yeah. Expunge. We're nicely up to date. There was a thing yeah, about Donald Trump, which I posted. I should have got the picture, which said um, there's some audio, leaked audio of him talking about his uh, classified files. And I tweeted saying, leaked yep. audio? Does no one respect secrets anymore? So. Well, we knew there was a leak video when he was running for president. Mm. The PT and tape. Trying, I mean, to to try and get the image, I did Google the phrase "Trump and leak," and you don't. Yeah, he he likes that vegetable a lot. Surprisingly, Ooh. the pictures. I shouldn't have had it on image search. 
There we go. So. More people, more evenings entertained on the internet. <laughs> this is being broadcast on a Wednesday, if not another day. Um, but it's watchable on the on the interweb. And you go the way, all the way back. We've got videos on here we, oh, five, from three years ago. I wonder if it's the very first oh, episode eight. I don't that seem further back than that. Um, these are just clips, maybe because it's not live stream. There we go. How far yeah. back do the live streams go? I, don't, I think when we first started streaming, we didn't even have this channel, so we won't have episode one on it. I, th I thought I added it, Did but um, oh, there's episode been, 13, yeah. episode 12. You're watching know what Counting Backwards on the internet. <laughs> and 11, 10. There are, there are probably videos of that already. Have more views than we do. I keep saying those podcasts that are just static white noise do better than the podcast on my radio show. So, why does anyone bother? Yep. Why indeed? There's, there's a video of me plugging the night that has no views. <laughs> what success? What success has been achieved? Um, so, what else do we need? Speaking of plugging, what else do we need to plug? You just before we came, uh, on, I was saying not really gigging anymore, so that's nothing. No, I am. I'm just. We have a few days off over the next few weeks, um, but I will be gigging. I am gigging. Don't say I'm not gigging. What are you gigging? Now? Like, uh, twenty twenty five. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably gigging on Sunday. Lovely in Kingston. So come on down, unless I take the night off again. <laughs> I'll be doing this again next week, uh, hopefully. And then uh, I'll be in Bishop's Stratford on the 15th of July. Nice. By then, we'll even, uh, you would, will you have learned how to say it? 15th of July. It's spelled. Sweet shit. <laughs> That's only two, two, three and a half weeks or something, didn't it? Crazy. I'll probably be in Brixton before that. I don't know. Right. Just, I'm, I'm kind of taking some. I am kind of. I'm, I'm just easing in. Yeah. And then I'm. Um, uh, I'm at some festival on the 22nd. I don't know where it is though. That's pretty good. <laughs> and then uh, in London on the 5th of August. Nice. Well. Um... Meanwhile, you'll be missing the Norwich <laughs> show because I'm doing that right now. I'm on the telly doing the newspaper reviews on GB News tomorrow. And also, I've got something on the weekend as well. Oh, I'm doing Thursday and Friday for newspaper reviews. Then I've got Covent Garden. I've got Bournemouth. It's a bit of a schlep. Uh, two Bethnal Greens. Have you thought about gigging in Bethnal Green? That's 14th and 15th. Oh, you're busy on the 15th. Ah, otherwise, I would say come and perform at the Backyard. Comedy club in Bethnal Green. It's it's one of Britain's top comedy clubs. Um, uh -huh. I've got uh, Dartford in the diary as well. Derby. I was interviewed on radio about the Derby gig. Speaking of radio, I'm doing Times Radio on the 22nd, but you're busy as well, aren't you? And I'm on the Jeremy Vine show on the 4th. So, And you're being a, a dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more in here to throw at this. It really it needs the volume, doesn't it? it needs, I should make some stuff up. <laughs> uh, I'm busy. I'm going to Sweden and Cornwall and Cambridge. Sweden and Cornwall. <laughs> big, big gap between. I'm going those. on holiday. You're going to be up in Edinburgh having a life crisis. 
And I'm going to be on the beach in Cornwall. I'm already ready for the life. I'm literally running every day to deal with the mental health demons. I'm ready for an Edinburgh. I'm going to run so much. I'm going to be on the beach surfing and stuff. I'm gonna Big be, surfer. And we're running Big up surfer. Arthur's seat. And not even like the tourist attraction one, just some dude. <laughs> Classic. Um, there we go. So uh, on that demoralizing note, <laughs> busy in September. Yeah, I've got nothing in September. I'm just, I'm going to collapse. Ha! Just got to run even further. I'm uh, going to a wedding. Do you know what? Actually, this is this is a big <laughs> cause of my stress. On uh, the 13th in September, I'm doing an after dinner thing where they want a clean set for half an hour. <clears throat> And I don't have that, but I thought when I was originally booked for this, like in January, I'll just write one. <laughs> I've not been doing that. I've not been working on that clean set. A clean set? So you're just going to do the dishes? Yeah. Go, ta-da! explain, yeah. Might work better than... This. It's an after-dinner thing, so they'd probably like it if I did the plates. Oh, there you go. Hmm. I'll be <laughs> something there. Um, Half an hour. Um, well, thank you for watching. Sorry about this last few minutes. And uh, we'll be back next week. Or whatever comes first. Um, until then, bye. Thank you for watching this from Comic Solving Problems. And if you feel like it, go ahead and like the video. Or subscribe. Commitment. <laughs>